Hi, it's Dwyer, gamblersadvisory.com, a free site, digitalassetlife.com, a free site. Today is Monday, June the 14th, 2021. Let's talk the economy, let's talk crypto. But first remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own. Just consider this video to be a second opinion from a complete stranger online. Now first, before I jump into crypto, let's just jump into the general economy, right? I know there are many people out there, Peter Schiff being front and center, who believe that we're about to encounter a period of runaway inflation. Right? And so the idea is that there are a group of things that are going to appreciate in price. Right? Real estate, for example, things with limited supply. I know there are many in the crypto world who believe we're about to embark on runaway inflation and that as the US dollar craters, cryptocurrency is going to be worth more per dollar. Right? Limited supply cryptocurrency. You know, I'm not one of those people. Uh, understand my view colors everything that I say here. I believe we are gonna have inflation for some period of time. Not that long, right? We're gonna have inflation because people are getting back to work, because they pushed this COVID thing on us, because our response was completely ridiculous and unwarranted. So you have a lot of able-bodied people who, have been getting government checks, right? Um, enhanced unemployment benefits, who are now gonna have to get back in the workplace. And understand, wealth comes from goods and services, right? Comes from commerce. So, as people return to productive lives, their productivity is gonna move the needle. We might have inflation short term, but we're not gonna have hyperinflation. I don't believe that, right? I believe the inflation is going to taper and ultimately end up in a depression, right? Understand, the United States, Japan, Europe are all over-levered right now. There's a lot of debt. When you write down debt, Somebody pays the bill, whether it's the debtor or the creditor, right? There's someone with an accounts receivable that's going to lose that asset as debt gets written down. When you pay down debt, that's deflationary, right? Rather than pay the barber or pay the restaurant, you're actually paying down a prior obligation so the barber and the restaurant don't get your money. So just understand, I'm not one of those who believes, like Peter Schiff, that we're headed into an era of hyperinflation. That's not my thesis. I would encourage people to read up on Jim Rickards, right? Uh, Stephen Van Meter, and you'll notice in my favorites folder here on YouTube, from time to time, I'll put videos from these individuals. Jeff Booth, another one. The general trend is deflationary. You have items today that you got at a price that's far less than you would have paid just 15 years ago. 
Think about your smartphone. Think about all your TV offerings. Back in the day, we paid an arm and a leg for cable TV. We had cable bills. Now many of you are on Apple Plus, right? Amazon Prime, Paramount Plus, Discovery Plus, and they're a lot cheaper. So just understand the general trend because of technology, because of enhanced distribution, is toward lower prices, not higher prices. Couple that with the crippling debt, and my prediction for the United States is that we're going to end up like Japan, right? A country that lacks monetary velocity where real estate has actually gone down over the last 30 years. Do your own independent research. Now let's talk crypto. I have a strong opinion here too that many disagree with. First, in my opinion, there's Bitcoin and then there's everything else. Right? Bitcoin is the bellwether. Bitcoin is the crypto that institutional money and that countries are migrating to. Right? El Salvador didn't say, oh, we're going to have an Ethereum standard. No, they said a Bitcoin standard because Bitcoin is like gold, limited supply. Right? Also, Bitcoin, and this is a little upsetting to many people, has traceable transactions. It's more government friendly. The other day you had a ransomware attack where, of course, the government was able to track down the Bitcoin wallet because it's on a ledger. What people don't realize is that cash, dollar bills, y'all, that's more secretive than Bitcoin. Right? I can put my dollars under my mattress. Nobody knows about it. I can't do that with Bitcoin because it's still on the ledger. Bitcoin provides you with less privacy than cash. Right? Governments, here's a big secret, governments like that. They want to track your financial transactions. Well, understand, as an investor in Bitcoin... I say, hey, more beer for us. You mean I get a limited supply asset that some governments are migrating to, that governments don't want to try to wipe out because they understand crypto's out the bottle. You start going after the friendly cryptos and you're going to have very savvy developers come up with something that's unfriendly to governments. So in my opinion, there's Bitcoin and then there's everyone else. It's about scarcity, folks. Many in the Ethereum crowd always write in the comment section and they say, hey, Ethereum is the more advanced software. Ethereum allows smart contracts. Right? They want to talk up increased capabilities for Ethereum. Ethereum's in a different market entirely. 
Bitcoin is in the wealth preservation market. Right? Bitcoin is in the scarcity market. Ethereum's in some other market. Let's talk about something else. Let's get dicey here. There's Bitcoin, then there's everything else. Now, if you're interested in wealth preservation and scarcity, but let's say you don't want to be friendly to governments, you're also interested in privacy. So you want a store of wealth that's private. Well, now we're in the world of Monero. The symbol's XMR. Now we're in the world of Horizon. The symbol is Z-E-N. Right? I'm hearing Litecoin is going to get there. Litecoin's not there yet. Right? But just understand, if you're interested in a store of value, that's off the grid. Then there's Monero, and then there's Horizon. Let me point out, I prefer both to Ethereum. Right? I know there's an Ethereum crowd out there. I get it. I've held Ethereum. I still hold Ethereum. Right? I'd rather make money than be right. I hold Ethereum. I just don't believe that Ethereum is sustainable in terms of the current view of the public. Now let's talk about another big theme for the summer. I want people to consider the idea that Ethereum right now is in a bubble. Yeah, I'm being hard on Ethereum in this video. Right? Ethereum is like the highway that's been built in town where they say, hey, look at us. We have smart contract capability. Smart contract capability. And people start to realize that smart contracts are one of the groundbreaking innovations of our time. Right? This is technology that's going to take us to the next level. Right? It is a mind-blowingly great accomplishment. Here's the problem. So, of course, when they build Highway 10 through your community and suddenly a lot of commerce is happening. People from out of town are driving through town. You can get around town on the highway better. Suddenly there are other platforms. And I believe it's going to be the summer of the other platforms. That takes hold. Ethereum right now overvalued. People act as if it's unique. It's not unique. Folks, other roads have been built that travel in the world of smart contracts. So I believe this is going to be the summer, and I'm much more bullish on these platforms because they don't have the market cap of Ethereum. There's more room to grow. Let's be blunt. Some of them do things Ethereum can't do. So I believe this is going to be the summer and fall for Polkadot slash Kusuma, the sister chain. Understand what's happening. Now, Polkadot allows for parachains, right? To make it simple, Polkadot 
is really a network. And Polkadot is allowing for chains to connect to each other. We're headed toward interoperability. So Polkadot right now is selling off slots for parachains. Right? Developers are paying money to be part of the Polkadot network. You're getting 12% on Polkadot right now on Kraken if you stake it. My advice is to get in here. The value, the value play is compelling. Another crypto that's going to explode to me this summer, Cardano. Again, smart contract capability. Right, Cardano has already been in talks with African countries to bring banking services to the unbanked. Folks, this is one of the biggest developments of our time. Right? Understand the world economy has already changed. We're just figuring it out. Right? China has many more people than the United States. Right? Many more people than the United States. India is about to surpass China, right? These two countries are already economic juggernauts, but understand, their growth is going to take off, right? China already has wisely invested in Africa. I'm just telling you, it wasn't so long ago that we viewed China as a backwater, that we view China as an economically deprived country that put out poor quality products. Made in China was not considered in the United States to be a compliment. You didn't go around saying, hey, this is made in China. You do now. Right? Understand, China technologically uh, is on the cutting edge. Well, folks, that's where Africa's going to be faster than you think, just like China has emerged in the last 30 years. So, too, will Africa emerge in the next 30 years. Capital already is mobile. Crypto makes it even more so. You suddenly start providing banking services with sound money. Right? Money that these kleptocratic dictator types aren't able to rip off. And economies are going to flourish. So Cardano is in Africa already as it's exploding. Understand, the cryptos I'm naming here aren't peripheral cryptos. Polkadot, Cardano, they're already in the top 20 in terms of market cap. Let's throw in another juggernaut crypto. Solana. Right? Again, this is a highway system. This is a platform. Limited supply. You want the scarcity. Smart contract capability. And like Cardano, like Polkadot, 
it does things that Ethereum can't do today in terms of transaction capacity. Let's also name another ecosystem. This one will upset some people because it's centralized. The Binance Smart Chain. Right? The best way to play the Binance ecosystem, we'll call it, in my opinion, and Binance has several coins, is the BNB coin. Again, it's already in the top 20 of all market caps in crypto. For a listing of the market caps of the coins in crypto, you can find that at coinmarketcap.com. Again, coinmarketcap.com. So for me, I'm looking for these highway type platforms that developers are going to flock to, to build on, that have smart contract capability in languages greater than Solidity, right, which is the language used by Ethereum 1.0. I understand Ethereum is evolving with more capabilities. But understand, some of these coins already have those capabilities. I'm looking for coins that have some interoperability, can operate with other chains, right? And I'm looking for an ecosystem that's growing around it. Let's also throw out some other coins that need to be mentioned. Polygon. Understand Polygon is bringing Ethereum into 2021, right? Ethereum's charging these oppressive gas fees. That's how behind the curve Ethereum is, right? With Polygon, you can avoid them or minimize them, right? Polygon, like some of the other coins I've mentioned, in the top 20 already in terms of market cap. People like Mark Cuban love Polygon, right? If you're into NFTs, look up the Chili's coin, right? Let's also point out, too, that the DeFi world is going to be one of the biggest stories out there. I believe it's going to replace legacy finance. But I need to have people understand that as robust as DeFi is going to be, it's still not going to challenge Bitcoin. Because again, Bitcoin is a different market. Right? Bitcoin isn't the transactional market DeFi is, where people are making collateralized loans. No, Bitcoin is a store of value. You have a few hundred thousand dollars, you want it outside of a bank, right? You don't want to have the bank collapse and then hear that you're not insured for all of it. And worse yet, hear that your deposit is the bank's property. That's the way, by the way, some fiat works right now, right? I believe Bitcoin is going to have a resilience that some of these other coins are not going to have. Let me also point out some coins I'm looking at. I own a small stake in some of them. Theater. Video. Right? Theater is a platform that's going to allow for decentralized video streaming. It's spelled T-H-E-T-A. 
right? I encourage people to look at that. What's going to happen is we're going to find a way to spread computing power around so there's less load on the system, right? Also, you heard me talk about collateralized transactions in DeFi. Right now, I'm taking a hard look at AMP. AMP. They help facilitate collateralized transactions. Let me also say too, and I understand decentralization is the rage right now, but I believe that the robust exchanges are going to continue to play a big role and are going to continue. They're going to continue to attract capital. Right? So, I mentioned BNB coin earlier here. Right? As to me, a great play because you have the Binance ecosystem. Binance is doing a lot of stuff, they have different chains. Right? And when you get the BNB coin, which is deflationary, in other words, folks, they're reducing the demand of coins, they burn coins. I believe that that's probably the best centralized competitor to Bitcoin. Well, I like KuCoin, right? KuCoin Exchange is one of the dominant exchanges in the crypto world, right? Don't think it's all about Coinbase, etc., right? You have some dominant outside the United States exchanges. KuCoin token, and KuCoin is spelled K-U-C-O-I-N. Again, K-U-C-O-I-N gives you a rate of return based on profitability of the exchange. Understand, this is beyond stocks. You're now in the world of tokenized ownership. Right? I also like UBI token. That's spelled H-U-O-B-I. Right? UBI exchange is one of the dominant exchanges in all of crypto. They also offer a token. What you want to consider doing is getting an ownership share in some of these dominant cryptocurrency exchanges. Let me point out too, here in the United States, if you're someone who likes to buy listed stocks, Right? You're a little bit hesitant to rely on a token as an ownership share. You have Voyager, right? The Voyager cryptocurrency exchange is excellent, folks. They pay interest on numerous coins and they're listed, right, on either NASDAQ or what have you. Just look up Voyager and the listing will come up. And of course, I love Thorchain. Rune, R-U-N-E, right, is the token symbol. That's groundbreaking technology that provides for greater swapping of the different cryptos, greater liquidity. Those are my thoughts this morning. Uniswap, huge network effect as well. Look up that coin. Those are my thoughts this morning. Let me hear yours. I hope you leave them in the comment section of this video. Thanks for stopping by.